Welcome to Santos Brothers Eats. Food worth mentioning. Okay. All right. So this is Kenny Santos for Santos Brothers Eats, where we're talking about food worth mentioning. I'm with my brother, Chef Jeff. And, you know, we were supposed to, like we had this whole schedule. We were going to do a great review or a great review of the uh, ramen festival by Street yeah. Market. But they were being really responsible. They didn't have to close, but they actually, I well, didn't close it. They postponed it, which mm-hmm. I guess they're not doing it until next year. I don't know what that really translates into. But yeah. it did not happen last weekend, which disappointed us. But I think it's all for the best, right, Jeff? Yeah, exactly right. Um, yeah, because the case, uh, September 26th right now, 28th, sorry. Uh, the cases were going up all last week. So Street Eats did the responsible thing. Uh, and they postponed the ramen festival for a later date. And in fact, uh, another food truck uh, place also postponed their events. Okay. Uh, they weren't as, as well manned as Street Eats Market was. Um, they were just out in a parking lot. And so, the, but they decided, you know what, this is too risky um, to do this. Um, so they, they closed down as well. But from their last Instagram and Facebook post, uh, Street Eats are planning to do a Christmas market. Um, so we shall see because, oh, the one in the regular one in Toronto at the distillery, they have canceled it for this year. So we'll see what Street Eats Marcus does. And hopefully the cases will go down by that time and they could come back with a Christmas market. And that's uh, something I can't wait for. Ah, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool to, to see something like that. And uh, hopefully it's, you know, the weather cooperates too, right? Because if it's going to have any sort of success or not success, but if it's going to have any sort of um, or increased chance of safety, it's got to be outdoors, you know, it's yes. just going to work out instead of doing the ramen festival. It's ramen or ramen, you know? I think it's, I, I think it is ramen. Ramen. Okay. Yeah. Instead of doing the ramen festival, we are going to, because we promised, we did this a couple weeks back and we, you know, we did the C&E treats and we, we promised there to be, at least be another one because there's a huge list and we're going to be doing C&E treats number two. And the C&E of course is this Canadian national exhibition did not take place this year because of the pandemic and the upcoming, not the upcoming, but the resulting lockdown but right, we can yeah. still remember what we've had to eat. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we were just looking through the list and we have, we have a big old list once again. Yeah, and, we uh, do. Go ahead, so let's Jeff. just start off. Uh, let's save some of the good ones for last. So one of the, so for some reason, remember what year this was, but for some reason, pickles were a big hit or a big discovery or something. So they had pickle pizza. They actually had pickle juice. Um, to, to drink. Okay. Um, but what we did, we actually went and had what they call the big pickle dog. So they took one of the more huge pickles, like cucumber sized pickles, they hollowed it out, they put a cooked hot dog in there, and then they made it into like a corn dog. So think of a corn dog, but instead of just a hot dog in the middle, it's actually a, a hot dog in a pickle with a corn, a corn dog batter, and then deep fried. So a corn dog, corn pickle dog. Yeah, corn yeah, pickle let's, dog. Let's call it that. Yeah, it was just on a stick there. And mm-hmm. I guess that's the type of, like, you, you know, if you're used to having relish, you don't need to have relish because no. there's pickle already there. That's right, yeah. So uh, And just some ketchup or something like that, or mustard, if that's, if that's what you need, if you like. I remember, I, 
I'm not like, you know, there's deep fried pickles that you can get at different restaurants. Uh, when I lived in the States, they had that. And I'm just not like it. Like I like pickles. I just don't like deep fried pickles. And uh, Jeff, I don't, I think Jeff's less of a fan of pickles than I am. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of pickles. I, I will have it on stuff. Um, but actually deep fried pickles aren't, I, I don't mind them. Like I won't eat a whole bowl full of them. If they're out there with like some ranch sauce or, you know, the sauce that uh, St. Louis wings has, I, 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 think it's, I think it's a dill sauce. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't mind so that. It's a white creamy snack. sauce then, I guess. Yeah. Right? The dill sauce. Exactly sauce right. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll share it with people, but I don't know if I'd actually order it. Correct, yeah. Yeah. And so this is an interesting, uh, you know, I had it just because, you know, it's a pickle dog, right? You got to have it. Right. And if you like pickles, man, it's something to, and if you like, uh, if, if you have relish, I guess, on your hot dog, you know, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. so that's something you don't need, you don't, you don't use anymore. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, pickles were on the trend. Pickles was on pizza. Yeah. You know, all it was that one stuff. of those weird things where they said, all right, let's have pickles. Absolutely. Add pickles to everything. So that was one of those things that we had. We also had pizza on a stick since we're talking yes. about food on a stick. Now, pizza on a stick, you might think, you know, maybe it's like the shape of a corn dog. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like uh, almost like a pizza pop on a stick or uh, pizza rolls or something like that that are on a stick. That's not what this was. This was like an actual slice of pizza that was on a stick. Do you remember that, Jeff? I do. And yeah. what I liked about it, it was the stick was actually one of the painting sticks that the yeah, like painters used to paint, uh, so the paint cans with. Yeah, those, those the stir sticks, you know. Right. And, but I think, if I remember correctly, like, I think that stir stick was branded. Uh, um, it probably was. Yeah. I, I look at the picture now. You, your hand is hiding the, the actual writing. Um, like, yeah. I don't see why not, you know, get more advertising there. Yeah. And I remember, I, I remember that specifically getting that. That was actually the first year that I came back to the X. Cause ah. I remember I was, for some reason I was really hungry still. <laughs> and I knew that a regular piece of pizza just wouldn't kind of, um, and cut it. It wouldn't cut it. It would, it, it would not satisfy my appetite. And then I saw I saw the pizza on a stick right? and the, it looks so, th it looked like a deep dish. Like it was so thick. I was like, wow, that is a piece of pizza there. I didn't even know it was on a stick before, <laughs> bef you know, before I decided I wanted, it. I was like, I just want that pizza. So right. when you see it, it's big and it's just, it's not that thin piece of pizza that you would get no. like a pizza pizza. It's, it's, it's very, it's very substantial. It's a pretty good piece of pizza. There's a lot of cheese on it. It was. And I can't remember. Was it just a pepperoni, Jeff? Like yeah. pepperoni cheese? Yeah. This pepperoni pizza. I, I, they might have had other, other toppings or other choices. But what I found weird or, sorry, unusual. So it wasn't like they baked the pizza and they cut into slices and they put a stick through it. They actually looked, from, from what I remember in the picture, they actually made slices like with the raw dough, put the stick through it. And they actually baked it on the stick itself. Oh, definitely. Tell, yeah, but how the cheese is melting on the, on the, on the outside edges. Uh, and just like, again, the way that the stick was holding the pizza. Like Ken is holding it up. And the pizza is there, like just right there. Yeah, I'm holding it up like a corn dog. Like I'm just yeah. holding it up. And absolutely, yeah, that, that was definitely baked in there. That was not something like that they made and then they stuck the pizza, you know, no. uh, stuck the stick in there. That was yeah. baked in there. And... It's surprise. It holds up surprisingly well. 
Yeah. That I think back on it, but it, that was a, a very, very filling piece of pizza. It really hit the spot. And I'm glad that I had that. Oh yeah. Um, have you seen pizza. it since? Has it been there? Like, like obviously not this year, but have you seen it since then or no? I'm sure if I have or not, like I wasn't really looking for it, but yeah. I, I don't, you know what? No, I apologize. I did. I do remember seeing it. I remember I was in the food, the food building and I do remember just passing by and I was, Oh, pizza on a stick again. Nice. Um, nice. And that was it. I said, okay. I'm good. Cool thing about pizza on a stick or just or something like that is that, you know, every year at the X, there's always something, actually not even something, a handful of things that are kind of weird or exotic or strange. And if you're coming with your kids that might not be into that, you know, they might not be eating, uh, you know, a pickle dog, for example, right. Or, no. or something else, or, or, you know, a, 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 a Nutella bacon sandwich, right. But right, they probably yeah. will have a piece of pizza. And this is something that's safe that they can walk and eat and it will really hit the spot. So that's a great thing about something like that. Oh, yeah. Too yeah. true. Um, and so then next uh, we had is the whole hog cinnamon roll. Mm. And basically it was a cinnamon roll or a cinnamon bun. But on top of it was bacon and pulled pork. Um, and it was that. a generous amount of pulled pork. Um, and I guess the bacon was, was just mixed in with the pulled pork because the picture I'm looking at, I just see the cinnamon roll and pulled pork are on top. But from, from what, I, what I remember, actually, I remember that this is one of our last things we ate that day at the c and &E. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we were like, oh, all right, the last thing, let's just finish this and go. Or, but yeah, it, but it was good. Like pulled pork, bacon, you can't go wrong. Well, it's, it, that's really a no brainer for, for us, the Santos brothers, because we, we love sweet and on our meat. So, mm -hmm. you know, when you have a cinnamon roll, that's already sweet and gooey, and then you decide to put bacon on it and pull pork, it, it, it's really a no brainer for us. And the way we do it, when we go down to the X, it's not like we each get one. We didn't each get one, right? We shared that, right? No, no, we shared it. Yeah. So, I mean, whenever we get something, we always just share it so that we all can taste it. Cause if we all eat something, we're all going to get full. We don't get to taste everything that we want to taste. So, correct. you know, we all had a piece of that. I would actually get it again. Like if it was available, oh, I'd yeah. get it again, you know, cause it, I, uh, it's, it's tasty. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you could find it somewhere like maybe a regular restaurant out there. will just have it as part of the regular menu. Absolutely. So I don't see why not? And they're called the whole hog, right, Jeff? Whole hog. Yeah. Whole hog. Yeah. Whole hog cinnamon roll. Mm. Yeah, I definitely get that again. And then we had Bug Bistro. Yes. So, bugs were for a while kind of getting in as the alternate source of protein. But mm -hmm. I think uh, Plant took over. You know, we Beyond Meat took over and the other alternate yes. for, for the protein. So Bugs still kind of, I mean, well, they're still around. They're still um, around. Um, yeah. Actually, I, I remember seeing them at the Loblaws uh, a couple of weeks ago. And it was like a PC branded uh, crickets. And I was like, oh, wow. So was it a frozen thing or what was it? No, it was dried. It was dried. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Was it flour? So, yes. um, actually, no, you're right. So it, it was actually, there, they had two varieties of, uh, or was it flour? You know what? It could have been bug flour. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. I've heard of the bug yeah. flour. But the thing about, cool thing about bug flour is if I understand correctly, there's a lot of protein in it. Yes, exactly yeah. right. And less carbs. So less carbs, more protein. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's necessarily keto-friendly, but keto-friendlier, certainly, um, yes. I would imagine. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have, and so you saw, you saw the flour that was dry 
over mm-hmm. at Loblaws. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So and then so so for the Bug Bistro, uh, and I, they were actually there again last year, but I forgot what they had or they had anything new. But what we ordered was the so everything I'm going to name out had bugs in or on top of it of some sort. So the Taco Grillos uh, was tacos, and I can't tell what's on it. So maybe just basically tacos, uh, uh, um, side dishes, so lettuce, cheese, tomato, and the bugs, the bug, the bugs were the protein mm-hmm. uh, with some sauce. The bug dog was basically just an ordinary hot dog uh, with bug garnish on top. But the um, crispy critter spring rolls, so they were like an egg roll or lumpia, but inside instead of the meat, they had vegetables and the bugs inside. So that's what we had. So, yeah, and I got to say this. Now, those bugs, are those usually, obviously, they're washed and they're dead and everything. But are those, oh, yeah. those are deep fried, Jeff? Like, how are those prepared? Uh, usually, yeah. So, like you said, so they're, they're not just found on the ground. They use them. They, they're, I guess, they're cultivated. They're somehow cleaned. And then and they're roasted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then that's how they, they came, become dry. Then you could either serve as is or like you said make it to a flower and, and go from there so yeah and then that's how they serve it that may with, have uh, been the f- no that wasn't the first time i've eaten bugs before i remember okay. well, they had chocolate remember when we were younger they had like chocolate covered grasshoppers do you remember that? they had yeah chocolate covered grasshoppers um yeah yeah candy grasshoppers everything else like these and i, I think they are oh, these are like crickets yeah those were crickets um, yeah yeah and then actually the first time I encountered like bug as a food was it was David Suzuki, like on some science show after school science show, he was eating basically fried mealworms. I remember he was eating those. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so this was back when I was very young. So I remember he was eating that and thought, mm. and actually I was so open-minded that I said, well, I'm open to trying that, but like I wouldn't know how to make them or clean them or find them. Cause no, that's right. Yeah. Back then, but I would, I would open to taste it. Cause he was, he fried it up in butter and a lot of salt and stuff. So it looked good. To me. <laughs> I was like, wow. Of course he did. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So you know what, there's more of the novelty with the tacos, the um, you know, the spring rolls and the, and the bug dog, more of a novelty. And uh, I wouldn't say it's good or bad either way. Um, no. But you know, if you just want to try bugs, it's a great way to do it. Yeah. But if you're just having a meal, and if you're just hungry, you might, you're better off just getting a hot dog, right? Because yeah. it's just, just going to cost a lot more to have bugs on oh, top yeah. of it. So, and plus too, yeah. like there's no real taste to the bugs themselves, like the crickets. Yeah. There's no real taste to them because a, a, they're roasted. So you, you get more of a roasted taste than anything else. That's true. That's true. But it's uh, it, it, to me, it's comforting to know that there's an alternate source of protein out there that seems to be like, I would imagine that it's very abundant out there. Yeah. There's a lot of bugs out there. So, Oh, exactly. Right. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, if you've watched Survivor, you know, when they do those food challenges, they, most of those foods are actually part of the regular staple, or Amazing Race are a regular staple of the people that live in those countries. Yeah. So bugs, bats, tarantulas, you know, it's, for them, it's like, oh, okay, you know, that, this is what we eat for themselves. So yeah. for the North American palate, it's like, oh, or just an adventure. Yeah, there's even, um, oh, there, there's uh, candy stores that you can get like there's bugs inside lollipops. Do you remember that, Jeff? Yes, I do. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I remember that. Like even like scorpions. It was like so weird. Like little yes. scorpions. It was <laughs> kind of weird. Like I've never gotten one. Maybe I should do one for a video or something. Who knows? Oh, okay. Yeah. And so we had a farm to fryer next. Yes. So this was one of the ones that uh, was really interesting. 
Um, so Farm to Fryer, basically it's, um, they build themselves as an actual farm and they get their food from the from farmers and then they bring it to the CNE and, 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 and make their dishes. But the dish of the year uh, for them was the fried pig ear sandwich. So basically it was crispy fried pig ears, coleslaw, maple bacon, cheddar cheese, and a spicy sriracha, sriracha aioli. Um, so yeah, it basically is like a pork schnitzel, but pig ear is mostly just, is mostly fatty. Uh, you might see it more in pet stores where it's dried and like they give it to dogs as just chews to, you know, yeah. for dogs, dogs to chew on. Um, but from what I understand from the process, um, so the pig ears are actually more tenderized uh, and marinated. So there's a lot of sinuous fiber in the ears themselves. Um, and it, it is sort of like a working muscle, so that's why it's tough, but it's also like a little cartilage in there to keep the ears shape. Um, so it's more tenderized, marinated, just to make sure it's, it's nice and tender, seasoned, and then deep fried. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so we uh, did you say had bacon that. too, or no? Yeah, it had bacon. So you're looking on pork on pork here. Pork on yeah, maple pork. bacon. Maple bacon. Yeah, that sounds good. And I don't know if I told you this, Jeff, but when I would go last time I went to the Philippines, last time I went to Manila, I'd go into the market with my cousin at the Nancy, right. and it wouldn't be unusual to see like pig ears. And I would ask okay. her what it's for. And she said that it's probably for seasick. Yes, that makes sense. So just something to think about there. And so. Uh, you know, we're always talking about how much we love seasig, you know, I guess there's a lot of, of that as a gelatinous, would you call it that? Or yeah, gelatinous. Yeah. There's all that, the material that's perfect for seasig in an ear. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. Uh, there's a sandwich to tell you the truth. I don't remember eating this. I do remember eating this. Yeah. It was, even though they tried to make it tender, it was still a bit chewy. Was it? Yeah, Maybe they had to make smaller pieces, kind of like seasick. Like seasick's like small, yeah. diced up. That's like, true. You know, and they could have made it into like um, not a hash, but like a you know just a something you scoop on versus you know a was it like a piece of pig ear, Jeff? Like was uh, it, it was actually two pieces of pig ear from looking at the picture. Yeah, it's because if they had diced it up and like kind of like kind of like a manwich, you know, and sort of did something. Yeah, like that, it would have been a little bit better. Yeah, I don't know. and I remember too. We actually so we actually went uh, uh, with with Christina, Dylan's mom and her husband, Mark. And we actually bought, he bought one and we bought one. We didn't know we bought one together. Like we usually buy like one to share amongst whoever's with us. So I remember like, oh, we have two of them. And um, I, 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 don't, I don't think we finished either half or we didn't finish one, you know, because <laughs> it was just like, oh, okay. Well, I guess, but uh, you know, of that. Yes. But you know, it's just, again, food worth mentioning. So, you know, we get that. Worth mentioning, probably we won't get that again. No. No, it was. I won't get However, that one thing that we did like was from Far East Taco. So they're mm -hmm. basically a fusion of Asian and maybe Tex-Mex or Mexican cuisine was a s'mores bao. So a bao bun uh, like uh, is uh, Chinese as a steam bum bun. Sorry. Um, but and usually you, you have uh, like bun me inside like like uh, pork belly or chicken with vegetables. But this one, they made it into dessert. So basically s'mores, uh, but this time they use Nutella instead of ordinary chocolate. Nice. So yeah, so it's just basically Nutella, and I believe they use maybe graham crumbs, then marshmallows, and maybe marshmallow fluff. Heated it up and served it like that. So that was a nice little treat. Oh, that was way good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was like way good. Now, 
Jeff, the, at the, when you go to dim sum, like those steamed pork gun buns, are those bao or are that different? Well, they're called char siu bao. So the bao bun itself is just it, it's different. Yeah, sorry. It is the same dough. Okay. Uh, and they steam it the same. It's just a different shape. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. So, yeah. So the bao buns, they, the, the pork is stuffed inside. It's wrapped around the pork and then steamed. So it's more of like a, like a ball. Yeah. With the, with, with the bao bun. I'm saying it right. It's look, look, looks like a like a very soft white taco. Yeah, yeah. And then they put stuff inside and eat it like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it does look like it's like a it's like a thick taco, but it's a fluffier. It's not hard. Yeah. It's it's actually quite quite good and quite tasty. Um, and it presents well. You know, well it does. Yeah. Plate. Yeah. So that is the s'mores bow or s'mores, s'mores bow, which is far east taco. That's right. Have you seen them outside of the X, Jeff? Like, do, are, do they have I haven't. anywhere? I haven't. Cool. I, yeah. I think like most of the places in the X, they're only there inside the food building. I don't know if they have a parent company with a different name out there somewhere. Mm. But as far as I, I've never seen another Far East taco That's or Farm to Fryer or, mm. or anything else like that. Yeah, I know places like, uh, I think Bacon Nation broke out. Now they're in Kensington or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is correct. Oh, and we actually saw them somewhere. I forgot where it was. We were driving myself and Diana were driving downtown, and we just happened to see. And it wasn't their 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 normal location. Hmm. So I, if I remember, I'll put it on somewhere. But yeah, they they are expanding, which is good for them. All right, and here's something that uh, just hearing the name of it, we're gonna want to know what they're offering because they're called Heartbreak Chef. Yes. So knowing that we, you know, first of all, chef, obviously going to be good food and heartbreak. You know, you just have a sense it's going to be like fatty and greasy and probably not good for you to eat. And uh, yeah, also tasty. Exactly. So, right. What was there, Jeff? So they, they, uh, specialize in chicken sandwiches, which is like all the rage right now. Um, I think this is like at least three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. So we had the heartbreak apple fritter chicken sandwich. So they use apple fritters instead of regular buns uh, with two chicken breasts, deep fried, uh, stacked between an apple fritter, top of their signature, apple cinnamon coleslaw. Mm. Yeah. Apple inside of coleslaw is good. It I is. like that. Now, can you tell from the picture, Jeff, was it two apple fritters or was it one apple fritter cut in half? From the picture, it looks like it, I think it is two, yeah. even though he says between an apple fritter, I'm almost sure there was two. I, I'm looking at the pictures now. And uh, yeah, it, mm, it's hard to say. Hard to say. Well, it, anyway, say. It, it was, I remember that. It was actually pretty good. It was good. Yeah. It was, you know, because everything about it was good. The apple fritter was good. The chicken was good. And the slaw was good. So everything, you know, texture-wise, everything fell into place with that particular sandwich. Oh, it did. And, you know, ever since the, I guess, for me, it all started with the Krispy Kreme burger and they're just using donuts for buns, you know, um, you know, to, you know, to do it with an apple fritter, you know, it just makes a lot of sense, you know, and it does. Yeah. You know, and last week at the uh, fried chicken festival, we had it with the mochi donuts. Yeah. So, you know, apple, you know, using donuts as buns, I always think that's a great idea. Oh yeah. But yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. Try to expand yourself out there and, yeah, I guess it kind of started with waffles, I guess, chicken and waffles, you know, so, you know, but yeah, so, uh, you know, apple fritter sandwich, great idea and something that you could do on your own, you know, if you had like, even if you wanted to use, I guess, nuggets or something, you didn't have like, <laughs> you know, you want to try something. Exactly right. Have a, 
you know, pick up an apple fritter at the Tim Hortons, put uh, pick up two of them, you know, put some chicken in between it and a little coleslaw and you're good to go. Yeah, you are. Um, and then, so that was the apple fritter one. And then I, I guess we were, I had a sweet tooth because then we also had the heartbreak s'more mm. chicken sandwich. So fried chicken breast topped with toasted marshmallows, graham crackers in a chocolate sweet bun. So again, a chocolate sweet bun. So basically it's that mixture of the sweet and savory together, like with marshmallows, like a, oh, something that I really like is a burnt marshmallow, roasted marshmallow taste. You know, just that, the, the char on the marshmallow, that's a very unique flavor on itself. Oh yeah. Just so good. Yeah, that's actually amongst my, my favorite flavors. Oh yeah, very, very high on the list. So I'm just looking on, on his Instagram. He actually does now have a brick and mortar store in Parkdale. So his name's Jerome Robertson. He is called the Heartbreak Chef. Nice. Um, and he's been on a lot of Canadian TV. And it looks like he was also with Guy Fieri on Grocery uh, Games. Or, yeah, what was it called? Yeah, Guy's Grocery Games on the Food Network. So he has a so, brick and mortar in Parkdale. Yeah. We should um, pay him a visit. We should. We should. We should. Yeah, he's been on City TV News, CB24 here and there. Good for him. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, we should yeah we should definitely pay him a, a quick visit or a visit period. Yeah, we should eat some um, more of his food, dude. Yeah, he, he's he a just got that April Frigo sandwich again. I'd I'd be happy. You know? Oh yeah, well if you look on his Instagram, there's a lot of good sandwiches there. Oh, it's cool. um, thirteen sixteen Queen Street West. Okay. And uh, where is that exactly? That is in so Queen Street West. So it's Queen and uh, Dufferin, Queen Dufferin area, west of Dufferin. Okay. So that's where he is. Yeah, we should do. We should certainly visit him. Hopefully, he has yeah. takeout available, right? I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah. Um, and then, lastly, let's see, lastly was the oh yes, one of our favorites. It's they're, they're called the King of Curds, and basically it was just deep fried cheese curds, and you had them savory with um, like a marinara sauce or sweet. Um, it looks like I, I, I'm, I'm just pouring like little, little uh, vanilla sauce or like, um, uh, like a cream cheese sauce on top, like a sweet cheese oh, sauce wow. on there. So yeah, a little powdered sugar on, on, on that variation as well. Uh, but, uh, it's, um, is this breaded or battered? Yes. Or? Yeah, breaded. So basically just like cheese curds, uh, breaded and then deep fried and then served savory or sweet. And either one sounds good to me. I can imagine like even kids that love pizza, like, you know, just taking, you know, deep fried pieces of cheese. Like it's almost like mozzarella sticks, I guess. Right. Yeah. And then just dipping it in marinara. I mean, how awesome is that? Oh, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was like, so good. Or, or with the powdered sugar with a little bit. Yeah. Of, oh, that sounds so good. Exactly. Wow. Right. And, and a good thing about cheese curds is like, when they're when they're hot enough, and then these—I remember these were hot, so it has that gooey factor, you know. Yeah. Just, you bite into it, grab it on, on each end, and just pull, and just, it's like a nice thing of cheese. Yeah, it's all stretchy. Yeah, yeah. that's always so much more fun when when you, it is. you know like mozzarella sticks. They make sure they're stretchy. You know, that's exactly that's right. Fun. Yeah. So I mean, that is the second part of CNE treats, uh-huh. and. You know, the CNE wasn't around this year because of the lockdown. And I remember the organizers were actually thinking it might not come back. Yeah. Yeah. So, because, yeah, because they, they got makes a lot of revenue. Uh, it is on, I think it is Crown Land. So they sort of had to make up for the revenue there. Uh, so hopefully enough, um, this uh, pandemic will, they'll find a cure 
and then we can start having big crowds again or moderate crowds and that'd be enough to have the CNE uh, and other state fairs and provincial fairs you know, keep on going for, for many, many years again. Absolutely. Absolutely. But great memories. I mean, it's, it's like the unofficial end of summer. It's like yeah. CNE comes around and, you know, when we were younger, it was all about riding the rides, but now it's about eating the weird and wonderful foods. All that is foods it. are worth mentioning. And so I guess that wraps up this episode of, uh, food worth mentioning and of course we're looking forward to next time when we talk about more food mentioning sorry more that's right food worth mentioning that's right and then remember this quote from julia child people who love to eat are always the best people and that of course um includes my brother chef jeff and i'm his brother kenny santos and you as well if you love to eat food worth mentioning thanks a lot everybody all right take care all right You've been listening to Santos Brothers Eat. Food worth mentioning.